Welcome to the Finicky Podcast. We are here to recap week two and week three, and we're pulling out all the stops. We've got the nastiest of Lyles. Oh. That's you. You are the nastiest of Lyles. That's you. And we have my loving wife, Emily June Calhoun. They can't can't see you. They can only hear you. And uh, scoot your tiny chair over here. And we are going to, well, we're going to talk about upcoming week four. This is, I feel like we haven't done a Monday night in forever. This is hot. We're going to be able to talk waivers. We're going to be able to talk upcoming matchups. This is going to be hot. Everyone's going to use this for super great ideas uh, to improve their teams. (laughs) But first, in order to do that, we have to move on from week three. Which is not great because the, um, the Seahawks lost to the Falcons. Which I don't think I've said for like a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. And I don't know. Before we get going, I Emily and I talk about the Seahawks a lot. And mainly Russell Wilson. But then the Seahawks. But then Russell Wilson. We go back and forth. Um, and Lyle, since you're a doctor, um, I yeah. figured that maybe you could you could offer some counseling on our on our uh our, our football discussions. Oh my goodness. This Where is, is this going? This is going to be our, 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 <laughs> our football counseling where we try to figure out how to digest what's happening to both the Seahawks and Russell Wilson right now. Because we watched the Seahawks Sunday morning and they, well, they lost, but they didn't look bad. And then we watched Russell Wilson and he lost. Oh no, he won. And he, he looked yeah. he looked really bad. He looked he looked really, really, really bad. And I just I Lyle, first, I want your feelings. What are your what are you what are your over and mind you, you are a doctor, so you have to be bad. Well, and I'm ner- I'm not that kind of doctor. No, you're this kind say. of doctor, Lyle. And I need you to understand I need you to, to level out how do we process this? How do we process that that the Seahawks are are doing looking like they're doing better, but losing games. And Russell Wilson, who looks awful, gets to win a game. How is that fair? Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's been a a strange three weeks to open the season for, I think, everybody involved. I mean, you could even throw the Niners into that faction because I think they're also better than how they're playing. Um, Having said that, I think think there's nothing – Nothing for Seahawks fans to be worried about, uh, at least as much as I think Broncos fans should be worried about. That's fair. That's they're, fair. They're the ones that put up. I mean, the Broncos you know, fans have turned. They're home. upset. They are booing. They are straight up booing. I have absolutely no idea who has spent that much money on a quarterback and then booed them right out the gate. And Geno Smith is not the problem. He's throwing, he's got an 80% completion percentage. This is record-breaking yeah. per completion percentage, and we still are losing. Well, well, I mean, the Atlanta game, frankly, you know, it was, we, we probably could have won that game. Uh, the San Francisco game, 
a little more disconcerting just because I think everything was off. I didn't see any semblance of like good football on our side. But I think as long as the Seahawks kind of look better, I'll take I'll take a loss as long as it's not a bad as long as it's not like, you know, 2019 Jets bad. Right. Uh, And I think nobody wants to be the 2019 Jets. That's fair. I well, just but look at the Broncos too, because I think Russ, he looked that bad. And if it weren't for a horrible Jimmy G, they would have lost that game. Oh, I think, yeah. I, mm. How that painful is it was, that? Mm. Well, Emily and I were at the game, and the Niners looked great. Not and this I, game. Right? No, no, no. We were at the, the, the Niners. Sorry, the this is a combination of week two and week three. We were at the week two game with the Seahawks and the Niners. And they looked great. They, I mean, and I get it. Trent Williams got hurt in the game. He's one of the best left tackles, blah, 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 blah. But like we watched Trey Lance go down and we watched them come back. And I, in every facet of the game, the, the, the Niners looked sharp and we looked like guys trying to throw in trick plays in order to gain an advantage. It felt bad, but I don't want to speak. Emily, what did you, what, from what you saw in week three and from what we personally saw in week two, what is, what is your gut reaction on how the Niners losing Russ and the Seahawks losing? How does it all come together? Um, well, a couple things. I would agree with Lyle that it's been kind of a, a goofy um, start to the season. Like, was it Bill Simmons' podcast that I, I was just listening to, and he was saying, like, every offense across the league is underperforming by, like, 50 to 60% in so many ways. Like, it's, like, across the league. Like, not just teams we like, not just teams we follow. Just, like, it's just been a weird start to the season. Um, and also, I would say... That I was gonna say something else and then I forgot. I was just gonna say I agree with Lyle. It's a weird start to the season. It is a weird start to the season, and I don't know. I look back at it and like, there's no, there's no seller's remorse. Obviously, with getting Russ out of here, I just when we lost to the Falcons, and it was our daughter's birthday, and that might have everything to do with everything because there was a lot going on. I just when we lost that game, I felt nothing. I felt absolutely nothing. No pain, no struggle, no nothing. And it, that's a weird, I don't know the last time I felt that. Even when we sucked way back in the day, I felt something because, you know, I felt like we were working towards something. And Okay. Yep. Nope. I remember what okay. I was going to say. Good. Okay. Speaking of feeling something. No, I feel like I owe an apology to all of the finicky podcast listeners because the last time that Julian had me on the pod, oh man, I listened to it later that week and I used very vulgar language. I was not very kind. Um... And I did not hide my disdain for Russell Wilson very well. And I just want to apologize and say that is not who I am. I am not a hateful person. I, um, I'm, I'm absolutely fine watching his demise, but I really, really regret verbally cataloging it the way that I did. And I'm, I, I'm really, really sorry to all of the listeners who had to hear uh, my 
really bad language. I hope that our nine and a half listeners were not offended. Well, you and know, some of them might this. be, honestly. Big voice to the other listeners who probably <laughs> echoed your sentiment, so please do not feel that bad. We, Here's you the are thing. I know, I know that Russ is beloved to some of you, and I just, I really, really feel badly about the way that I spoke. That was not cool. And believe me, I talked to myself about it. It's not cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad that, and you... I won't do it again. We're I all promise. we're all working on ourselves <laughs> in that way. I, I guess, with that, I don't know if there's a lot of people who are still missing Russell Wilson. And I'm kind of like we've had enough time to move past that. I guess that now that Russell Wilson's out of the picture, what I'm starting to worry about is that maybe. Like, there's not a lot of stuff left to blame. We always blamed Russell Wilson. We've blamed Russell Wilson for the oh, past five years. Oh, that is not years. true. That is so not true. That's some serious revisionist history. Because, no, I <laughs> have put some blame on Russell Wilson over the past couple years. You have been so resistant to it. You've been like, no, he's a top five. He's, an, he's elite. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm -hmm. Which I think maybe, maybe you're coming to grips with the fact that maybe not all of that was true. Um, no, you, the majority of, I mean, people like people like you, like you have not blamed Russell Wilson no, at all. I, I think that we've always thought that he was a bit of a goober, but that he was a top five quarterback and what I'm exactly separating his personality from his on field performance. Like you have not blamed Russell Wilson at all over no, the past several I, years. I no, I a hundred percent agree. What I'm saying is that distraction is out. There's no more goobers to be mad at. And now we are left with the cold reminder that, yeah, I get it. Right now, our roster is still paying Russell Wilson. And we're paying Bobby Wagner. We're still hampered with the $30 million buffer between a team that has a clear cap and a team that has dead money. But, and we're still paying Jamal Adams, who is currently recovering from another injury. But yeah. what I'm worried about, and this is the hard part for me, is that I don't know if I'm fully in the trust circle of Pete and John that I used to have because I, I was thinking about, you know, this year might suck. This year might be actually really tough, but at least we're going to get these draft picks and at least we're going to get this money. And then I looked at all the decisions that we've made for the past five years. Sheldon Richardson, uh, uh, I mean, all a lot of first-round draft picks that have not panned out, some of which are still on our roster. Uh you can't blame him for Malik McDowell, but like there's so many things that have gone wrong. We spent more draft capital on an offensive line that never actually got any better. Uh, I just, I wonder if we are going to be able to trust the Pete Carroll, John Schneider era with the full allotment of whatever is going to be $60 million in cap and first round picks that we get next year. Are they the guys that we want to give it to? And that hurts, but I was trying to explain to Emily about how we like, you know, some teams, how they move on and how they don't move on. And we were lucky enough to get something for Russell Wilson. Um, but a lot of teams move on from the coach and the quarterback, not one or the other. So, Lyle, if you could take all our cap and all our picks and leave it up to Pete and John Schneider or just start carte blanche, what, do you, what would you do? I mean, I mean, 
there's a lot to unpack. Fix it, doctor. The emotional Fix side it, of this, doctor. the statistical and the factual. This is this boy. We do need to call a doctor. Uh, <laughs> we did, Lyle. Well, and I, I would say this, and I think this is something we actually last year talked a lot about on the podcast before Russ left. Oh, Many good times. Back. Yeah, go me. back and listen to all last year's podcast, everybody. We need those but clicks. Get those clicks. We, <laughs> call your friend in Canada who listens. We don't know who they are. <laughs> we talked about the Russell and Pete, and we knew, I think all of us in our heart of hearts knew that it was going to be one or the other. And I think, Emily, now you're you're – on to something else here that should it have been both. And I think we did make a decision that I get the Seahawks organization and the Hawks just as an entity as a whole decided we're sticking with Pete and John. I think John is someone we may be saddled with longer than anyone else or anything else. So we can't get so Mr. Schneider. Yeah. Um, but I think now, now we're going to have to live with Pete. So, like you said, all the goobers are gone, and I think now we're really going to say, okay, if Pete Carroll is the Pete Carroll that we have believed him to be when he had the Marshawn crutch and the Russ crutch, mm -hmm. uh, this is what this year is going to be about. And that's possibly why you didn't feel anything in the losses, because this year is more about, less about, I think, any of the players. Because I think we're all rooting for Gino. We're all, I mean, oh, Rashad Penny totally, was yeah. rushed over four and a half yards per carry this past weekend, which is a great, That's honestly. the thing. We're getting everything we asked for. Gino's playing but, really well. Ken Walker is coming along. It, but, but the this, defense the, isn't very thing, good. The defense the, the is not players, doing very well. And it's it's great. It's stuff. Uchenna Nwosu is, is playing Fine, but you know, so did uh, who? All the guys. Uh, Carlos Dunlap did fine, and Kerry Hyder did fine, and we had a lot of great rookies come in, and they did fine, and DJ Reed came in as a he did fine, and like we've got Pete Carroll's. It just feels like we're going in a loop. We continue to go in the cycle of Pete Carroll turning. Uh, rough stones into not quite diamonds, but like pretty nice gems. <laughs> and he, he's putting them all over the defense and we never pay for any of it. And I get it. We're not, we don't have all the money, but okay. I'm just, I'm curious if when we do have everything, uh, is it going to work? No, real quick. I just want to respond to Lyle's comment about, I actually, so when you say that I uh, was suggesting maybe it should have been both, I'm totally team Pete Carroll. I okay. I was just asking the question, but no, I I do believe in his vision and it's at odds with Julian's opinion. Sometimes. No, I'm not no, at odds. I, no, I think you're more critical of him and his choices and his leadership than I am. And I think give it time, like the the whole not the whole team, but a so many important positions are so young. And yep. I, and also, by the way, all those names you rattled off talking about defense, about them being okay. You didn't mention how Tariq Woolen is so good, Phenomenal. actually. Phenomenal. You didn't mention his Tariq name. Tariq Woolen's no, doing I, fantastic. I totally believe in Pete Carroll. I am 100% Team Pete. Um, I So I just wanted to clarify. I was just asking the question. Did not mean to indicate how I feel. And you look at the Eagles and what happened with them. And uh, Doug Peterson 
is turning around the Jags. Doug Peterson what should not have been fired, I mean, is what I always thought. I, I was so surprised when they got rid of Carson Wentz and then fired Doug Peterson. But then look at the team right now. Like, people are talking Eagles and Super Bowl. Like, they got that clean slate and they're doing great. Jaguars. And oh. Doug Jaguars. Peterson. No, the Jaguars are not be talking about Super Bowl. No, the Eagles. The Eagles fired Doug Peterson. He went to the Jaguars. Oh, sorry. And- the ringer literally said Jaguars in the Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well... Yes, Bill Simmons is also talking wow. about Jaguar Super Bowl, and I will I'd never be that. down. Jaguar Super Bowl for life. I love the Jaguars and will never turn them down. But like, uh, wow, it, Trevor Robinson v. Jalen Hurts. You heard it here first. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I don't even know Wait, if that's why possible. Why do you love the Jaguars? Because they're the complete opposite corner of the of the United States is the Seahawks. <laughs> so I've always felt like. For a long time, it was always Jaguars are my underdog and Seahawks are my favorite. Um, And now somehow that flipped around. Um, But that's okay. Uh, What I would say about all of it is, is that, yeah, I I love what Pete does. I just, I feel like I've I've been, it was, the whole idea was that the defense would be carrying us all season. We'd be running the ball and we'd have a phenomenal defense. And that's not what's happening. Pete Carroll is great at two things, running the ball and having a phenomenal defense. And those are not the things that are happening right now. I would also say this is probably too early to tell because you can say Gino is playing phenomenally. In week yeah. two, he did not play phenomenally. In week one, he did, and we won. In week three, he did, and we almost won. Mm-hmm. Granted, against bottom feeder Atlanta Falcons. Well, week two was again, so... Weird. This we season, there's been a lot of parity in the league. I mean, the only team that has yet to that has lost every game are, are the Raiders of yeah. all teams. Which is, and if you want to talk about people who are probably panicking now, would you want to talk about a team that has bad coaching like that? Well, yeah, is you can the blame Raiders. McDaniel's. That you is can the blame. I mean, think about Devontae Adams and talk about buyer's remorse. Right. Well, no, it's not even buyer's remorse. He's not even using him. Like they're throwing their touchdowns to Mac Collins. It's just, yeah, that's like, that is a, there's whole other franchises who have dysfunction that are beyond ours. The Panthers who are somehow winning games, but yet they, their quarterback situation is somehow worse than ours. And the Raiders are a complete (laughs) surprise on how terrible that's all going. And that's, but this is, I think it's too early to just be like, you know, that's a wrap on Pete or Pete's system or Pete's, you know, I, I think granted, I, I am not a huge Pete fan, but I will give him the benefit of the doubt so far. And probably it could be selfish in my own finicky standing that I want to let my own team play out before I start hitting the, I can't the remember pan. if you own Pete as your coach or not, but yes. Okay. Continue. I do own Pete as my coach. Yeah, okay, so the bias is clear. The bias is so clear. <laughs> had I had I picked a winning coach in week two, I would have been sitting this week at two and zero. Oh. That the loss to the Niners was very painful to me, and now I've lost to you, and I'm, wheels could be falling off. But <laughs> it's brutal. I'm sitting in this burning room, and everything's fine. Uh, it- Thank you, doctor. It is too early. It is very too early. It's just, yeah, that feeling of just not caring at all that we lost a football game is so foreign. I don't know. I uh, I hope you must that... love your daughter very much. It was her birthday. Who knows birthday. what it could have been? There, there are other factors. You've been very helpful, doctor. You've been very helpful. Okay. 
Well, with that, we can move on to our weekly rankings. Emily, is there anything else in the in on our Russell Wilson updates? On uh, he had the the entire city of Denver has turned on him terribly, and I guess oh, I don't think that's true. They booed him two games in a row. They've booed him. Um. Well, two home games. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Some fans in the crowd booed him. I don't think the whole city has turned on him. I do think that he will prove himself to be a very mid to below mid quarterback in years to come. And that sucks for Denver fans. But I don't think the whole city has turned on him. Well, and I don't there. think the whole city will turn on him. It just, yeah, he's... It was funny, though. They... they, they 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 bought a a depreciated asset and uh, and on top of all that he's not remotely likable so yeah it sucks for them well football is a business and uh, yeah they sold the franchise for whatever like four billion dollars so it was a good deal for someone but yeah this is what they're at and uh, the person who owns the team now did not pay for Russell Wilson nor did they uh, decide on Nathaniel Hackett so we'll see how that goes but. That is, um, then is our Russell Wilson. Is there, are there any other football updates? Do you want to hang out and do our, uh, our week four matchups? Yeah, I'll hang out and listen in. Ooh. I mean, I mean, I'm here. I'm down. Yeah. You I'm can't here. get yeah, up. Dude, the chair's too small. I'm down this chair that's three The whole eternity now. I, can, I can, couldn't leave if I wanted couldn't to. Couldn't get so. out if you wanted to. So here we are. Let's All go. right. Let me hear it. We're moving on to our week four matchups. Thunder noise. Oh, no, shit. I fucked it up. There we go. The thunder noise. Oh, shit. Oh, now I fucked it up again. Oh, God. No. Thunder noise. Yeah, thank you for that. Bum, 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 bum. The thunder noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thunder noise. We did it. All right, we're moving down. We're going to start with uh, oh Ben Bliss versus Zach McKee because that is, oh, man, that's going to be a good one. Um, ben Bliss versus Zach McKee. We are going on to week four in uh, We are in week four. Yeah, this is going to be really tough because week four is so new. These numbers are just raw as hell, and they could also do waiver. Oh, I mean, we could talk waivers as well while we go through this. Uh if we see somebody who needs some assistance, we'll see if maybe they should do some waivers. Now, right now, I'm looking at it. Zach is favored by 12, and he doesn't have anybody outside of Marcus Mariota who's got a whole lot of points behind him on the bench. But it's a healthy bench. Healthy bench, Zach. Way to go. He does have Melvin Gordon on his bench. Uh, I don't know. Did you – I mean, obviously, Sunday Night Football sucked dick. But, like, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, we kind of – I think we all kind of joked about this, but – Javante Williams is phenomenal, but yet they're going to split the backfield with yeah. Melvin Gordon 50-50. Yeah. And how many points how many points did Melvin Gordon have last week? Let's clicky. I'm clicking. I'm looking. 10. 10, Ten points. 10's dope. That's good. I mean, it's I don't know. I Melvin, I mean, you did crack the David Montgomery is trash. So yeah, he could play. He could play. Uh, but obviously, Zach's team is defined by his quarterbacks, who are both uh, the AARP combo of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So what do you got here, Lyle? I mean, to, uh, Zach some, is 0-3. Some people say AARP. Some people say HOF. <laughs> mm. 
That's true. Ooh. They could be the Hall of Fame, but I do think a lot of people in the Hall of Fame are also on AARP. But I, I, I'm. That's such a stupid. Uh, Zach isn't Zach two and one. What? I think he's going to end up beating. He's Anto no, he's zero and two, and now he's about to be zero and three. I thought he was beating Stephanie or Antez. He beat Chris. Chris is going to be. No, I gotta go to the standings. Go to go to. Oh, I can't watch both wings at the same time. All right, I'm looking at it. He is currently playing. Uh, where the shit is this? This is impossible. He is playing. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he he's won. up by ten. Oh, he's gonna win. I can't believe it. Cooper Rush, get it together. All right, yeah, he's gonna win this. Okay, so Zach won't be completely defeated. He'll be fine. Boo. Uh, Good job, Zach. I yeah, that, I. All right. How do you feel about Brady going up against Casey's defense? I mean, also That's New England's defense. I mean, here's the thing. I get it. They're not gonna have. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. They're not gonna have their starting quarterback. But like, Bill Belichick is such a nasty bitch. I feel like he is screaming at that defense so much. Like they're gonna get. They're gonna be good at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe the New England thing is over. I think that people say that about us. So maybe the New England thing is over. I don't know. Tom Brady versus Kansas City. That that was a Madden cover last year, and now that game is it could be absolute garbage. But I, I want to know what you think. Tell me who's gonna who's gonna pull out the W here. Can uh, I mean, Zach I mean, continue his winning streak? <laughs> Zach Zach has a lot of weight. His running backs again. You know how I feel about Christian McCaffrey. Super uh, hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but David Montgomery, pass. James Conner, I mean, honestly, I, I want to like the guy, but pass, because if if he is literally not on the goal line here, there's no Arizona no versus for... Carolina, too, is kind of a fucking wild card. Both those teams, I don't know what the hell to think. Exactly. Um, and then you're just getting into His Jaylen powerhouse Waddle. is, is Waddle and Kirk. Is play. Waddle may not be as valuable without Waddle Tua. Waddle and Kirk and... are two of the best wide receiver combos in Finicky right now. That is their number three and number six. Like that is Christian Kirk is the real deal. And now I have to apologize for that because I think I mocked him for it. Uh, what's the word? Constantly. Constantly. Okay. Again, though, with Waddle, if you're buying Waddle, you're buying Tua because Waddle got. A million points. You own Tua. I do, and I bought hard on him. <laughs> but I also am looking at the concussion protocol and the ensuing legal issues. That oh, the you asked a fantastic question. Who's the backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Oh God, I don't even know. Okay. I'm putting in Jimmy G if I have to. So I'm looking this up, though. I'm very curious because maybe I'll start him. All right, looking at the depth chart. Miami Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater. Ooh, oh my God, buddy! Waver, waver. We need the horns. That's how we there it is. Got it. Took a while. That's yeah, fine. Bridgewater. Now that's a pickup. That's a pickup right that's there. All right, top pickups. Teddy Bridgewater, gonna air it uh, out. Going like this is a great matchup for the quarterbacks. I gotta say. Though Burrow's going against Miami, and he has been playing poorly in the, the first couple of games. Uh, he's kind of turned it up against the Jets, I guess. I, 
You know what? I kind of I kind of like Bliss in this matchup. Ooh, that's a good pick. All right. It's ben a little Bliss. wild. I like Bliss. Winning streak, Ben Bliss, who somehow still has Cam Akers and Alvin Kamara in his starting lineup. All right. And we're moving on to what do we got here? Derge versus Stephanie. Taking a look. Two and one, the one and two. Stephanie, uh, well, both of her quarterbacks are in trouble with Herbert and Wilson. Herbert, well, Wilson because he's old, and Herbert because his body is broken. Uh, and then you look at Derage, and he's got, well, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, two of the hottest dudes in football. But um, not much in the running back department. Uh, I don't know. It's like... Didn't Saquon Barkley have a really good week? Saquon Barkley had a phenomenal week. So Stephanie's got Saquon. He's phenomenal. Chris Olave is one of the hottest new wide receivers. Uh, one, because he's talented. Two, because everyone on his team continues to die. Uh, and right now it is Stephanie by eight. Uh, do you think, and wait, was it, is Derrige going to win this week? Oh, I have to go back and look at this. It's so hard. We got to never do this on a Monday again. Um, looking at it. Derrige going to lose. Derrige is going to be two and one. Derrige is going to lose. So Derrige, is, is Derrige going to be able to stop the hemorrhaging and not lose to Stephanie Tucker? What do you got? Again, Derrige, his running backs worry me. Uh, and again, Tyreek, if if you have Tua ready to roll, I think he will probably be, you know, the best thing going on. Um, and obviously Josh Allen. So I think I think this match was gonna depend mostly on Josh Allen continuing to play as well as he did. And going against Baltimore, we saw what happened even with Tua going against Baltimore. Baltimore's defense is not what it used to be. Yes, it's true. So that's why I think Josh Allen could put up 50 points this week, and that could carry the entire team, Uh, especially if you look at Steph's QBs and then what it requires from the position players to equal that point total. So I think, honestly, how did Derrige lose this week? I have no idea. Uh, Emily... As our analyst, uh, Russell Wilson, expert analyst, Las Vegas has lost three games in a row. Do you think that, and these are what now they're conference foes. Do you think Russell Wilson in Las Vegas, do you think he'll be able to stick it out? Or do you think Las Vegas comes out with a, you know, fists a blazing? Are you telling me the Broncos play at the Raiders next week? Yep. And the Raiders have not won one game this season, but they're very talented. And they they've been close games. Yeah, and both teams have new head coaches, so kind of a bit of a wild card. And I don't know. I I mean, three weeks in, it's tough because it's that like, I feel like you're you're at a threshold where you either have this like itch of like, okay, we've we've lost enough games, we we have to win this one, like a chip on your shoulder, kind of like we're gonna work harder. Uh, but there's also the defeatist attitude of like, oh, we've lost so much at this point. Like, how do you come back from that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like three weeks is a, like kind of an ambiguous time. Like, well, both teams, but yeah, I think about both teams have been shit on a whole lot. Everyone is shitting on Nathaniel Hackett. 
for how, all the mistakes he's made. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and I then the head coach is the worst out of anyone. And then the, the head coach. He's not getting better. Like he still continues to make ridiculous decisions. Fair to say like, this. He's just kind of he's just kind of running his own clown car. Fair to there. say the same for uh, what's his face out of New England, who's now running Las Vegas. Uh, they're connecting his losing streak back to when he had uh, Tim Tebow as his head coach or as his quarterback. Like his losing streak is continuing. Like both these head coaches are about as down in shit dumps as possible. It's really you got to look at rosters. I've I thought Las Vegas was a ten win team when the season started. If you just picked it up where you left off last year, and somehow yeah. that's not the case. So. I have to pick them in this game, and that has nothing to do with Russell Wilson. I just thought that their team is straight up better than Denver. I'm actually going to pick the Broncos for this game. I just think losing three in a row, that's such a – God, that has to affect your mentality, right? Like that uh, – oh, I missed it. It's so stupid. <laughs> He gave it a sad trombone, only out of a lack of options. Um, okay. All right. Emily's got Broncos. I've got, well, I guess, Doctor, you got to be the tiebreaker here. I mean. Everyone's going to bet on this. They're going to take what we've given, this full analysis, and this is going to be where they can get their betting odds from. It's in Vegas, so I will just arbitrarily give. Okay, I'm curious what the odds are. Point and a half. Uh, but I would probably say Vegas just because they're at home. And I think it's because they're going to have that underdog mentality of they know they better win. Um, having said that, I would not be surprised if Denver went in and and beat them. But I think, like you said, on paper, Las Vegas is a, is a really good team. Apparently. Uh, the so what, what three teams have they lost to thus far? Currently the odds, Raiders by two are the odds. I was close, to one and a half. Who were, uh, who were their first three games? Uh, the Raiders. Uh, let's take a looky poo. No one's listening to this anyway. Uh, Chargers, Cardinals, Titans. Straight L's each time. Uh, and I mean, um, like they should have won. They should have won at least the Cardinals game. No, that was a definitely a, a sure thing. All right. Moving on. We are going to. Oh, for Derage Bottom, you have. For the record, for the record, uh, sorry, Derrick Bottoms over. Uh, Derrick Stephanie. 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 I like Stephanie's team. Rarely, I would not necessarily go against Stephanie, but I just think I think the X factor is going to be Buffalo. Uh, ben has the number one defense. He has the number one linebacker. Which amazingly enough, that that matters. I got six points for a linebacker a couple of weeks ago, and that also caused me to lose. That'll kill you. So I'm gonna give this one to Ben, but I think it's gonna be a lot closer uh, because of slash uh, running backs, oh, mainly Nick Juan and but and All hopefully right. the shot. Moving on, Antez versus Bottom. What do we got here? Taking a look. Um, bottom two and one. Antez. Antez, Antez who start, I, I praised his quarterbacks. He had rushing quarterbacks abound 
And now he is stuck with Cooper Rush and Joe Flacco, which I am not sure if there's more of a flaccid quarterback duo in the world. Um, I mean, he's got Fields and Ryan. He can play them, and they're playing the right kinds of teams. So maybe that could change. I don't know. Um, I mean, Bonham has put together quite a team, and Jalen Hurts is the I arguable the Jalen runner. Hurts, Carson Wentz duo. It's hilarious I, I i still can't believe leonard fournette is the 16th ranked running back to be honest this is bad as tampa's been yeah no it's been pretty tough uh both of these teams uh no so tez is coming off a loss to zach bottom top three performance in week three uh i mean for me it's if antez can work around his miserable quarterback position problem. And then hopefully well, he's going to have to get Joe Flacco out of that. I don't think he's got to get him out of there. He's Zach got Wilson two quarterbacks is, is on the bench. Right? He'll pick the best person. And then Eckler has been awful. Adams has been awful. Jefferson hasn't been great for a while. Uh, Drake London's almost been a shining light on this team. I don't know. What do you think it's going to take to, to pull this out? Drake London, I feel like has been like the, the only thing out of Atlanta that's been exciting. Uh, I mean, I got to say, I'm curious to see if, if he's actually going to plug in either Fields or Matt Ryan mm-hmm. into the Flacco spot. Cooper Rush against Washington, I could see him putting up nearly 20 points. I would not be surprised. I don't know. I thought he put up more points tonight. Emily's pointing out the DK Metcalf versus Detroit. And... I think that's actually not a bad, it's not a bad pick. I mean, you've watched it, and one, Lockett went down in the last game, and two, Geo uh, Smith is not shy. He will throw the ball to DK 15 times a game if he's got an opportunity. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Chris has a, I'm loving this. Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, DK, and Darren Waller. If these guys play as well as they're supposed to, he should have no trouble at all. All right, there's the pick right there. I'm going, I'm going after I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bottom. Come back. Yeah, season's not over. All right. Uh, moving off of that, we've got, oh, Lyle, this is yours. JP versus Lyle. Ooh, this is a tough one. This is going to be hard. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm just clicking a lot of random stuff today. All right. Okay. This is a tough one. Uh, JP's just, he's been, is he going to get undefeated this week? I don't think so. I think he's losing this week, right? He's he's losing, yeah. He's going to lose. He's going to lose to Bliss, which is the most shameful thing of all time. I know that because it happens to me all the time. So, uh, JP has been sullied. Lyle, you've been... uh, I don't want to talk about this week right. in any football sense. It's we better that we lost it. It's just fair to say that you lost to kind of the best. Uh, I think it's fair to say I lost every day of the weekends, and I'm very, <laughs> very upset about it. But again, moving on. I'm a better. I think the hardest part about looking at J- JP's right. roster is that he's not starting DJ Moore, which just shows how bad Carolina is right now. Um. He's got, he's, he's waiting on deck. You've got decisions to make at quarterback when it comes to Tua. But outside of that, this is a pretty 
I mean, the line is negative two, and that's how the NBA changes. And I don't see anything well, on the I'm gonna, Sterling Shepard is not going in. He was a last-minute plug to make up for, I can't even remember, Elijah Moore or Chase Claypool because I didn't want to do two Steelers, and it wouldn't have mattered either way. Uh, so if I put in Claypool, that ties us up right there. I mean, I want to say myself. I have to go with myself. That's bold. I yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's Stafford can kind of pull yeah, it together. But... Bold strategy. Not too yeah, much. I'll, I'll take whatever Emily's uh, <laughs> take on my team because I feel like I'm too in it. <laughs> well, your Buccaneers defense is incredible, but they're going against KC. Michael Thomas is hurt. Diggs. Do we think Tua is going to play? Is Tua going to play on a short week? The thing is, is about this, because because you have Garoppolo, it's less about whether Tua's going to play. My question is, is Dalvin going to play? Is Diggs going to play? Is Michael Thomas going to play? I feel like JP's got a few more question marks than you do. Is Godwin yeah. going to play? Is Harrison Butker going to play? Emily, what do you think? Um, I do think whether or not Tua plays is important, actually. Just given his like rock star performance the past couple weeks, I do think that's important, right? You don't you don't think that's important? Oh, I think it's incredibly important, but also I'm kind of I mean, I don't know, Garoppolo versus the Rams. You've got you've got depth at the quarterback position. I don't I haven't seen anything in the Rams that scare me. I don't know. We'll see. I think you might be safe. But I mean if here's the thing, if Tua plays I feel like it, it can't happen. The he looked completely concussed. He tripped on his way to the huddle. I don't know how they didn't do that. So I'm there's going to be this, he, this guy was completely concussed. They carried him off the field, and he came back like 20 minutes later and said it was a back injury. Oh, yes. I did hear that. But then they didn't let him go back in after that, right? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he played did. the second half of football. Oh, yeah, so now there's an investigation. So, like, if Tua plays... Fine, sure, whatever. But, like, I don't know. Well, ironically, the investigation has to finish in the next yeah. 72 hours, or it doesn't matter. Investigation. So They're thorough. not going to come back in a yeah, week and be like, well. And, like, I think it's unfortunate, and I don't think it's to his benefit at all, but I do think it will result in probably him playing, right? Yeah, he probably will. And uh, I'll be, it'll be fine. Um, either way, I think you've got a good amount. You'll be fine. Um, I, I will pick, uh, I will pick Lyle in this out of pure spite for JP. Uh, Emily, what do you got? I pick Lyle for this. I have no Suck spite. Suck it, JP! I have, no, you, you, Loser. you bite your tongue. You bite your tongue. I have no spite for JP. I love John Paul Morrell. Okay. No, but I, I. I'm pro on this. Yes, I can JP! Thank you, Emily. All right, so, okay, so uh, JP loses, and we move on <laughs> to, uh, oh, shit, mine. Okay, Snake versus the Kamesh. Um, this, this could go sour for me. So oh, Snake, my God. Snake will be the only undefeated person, and... Uh, I will have just rebounded with a phenomenal victory. Uh, and I will say, these are not accurate, but the current line has me favored by 27. And with that, That's I'm going to step out of this, and I'm going to let 
Lyle, Dr. Lyle, and, and my wife uh, sort out who, who's going to come out with the W. Don't here. you? Okay, so your QBs, they're not doing very well. They're right? doing fine. I mean, okay. They're you, doing fine. And I drafted them to do so. fine. I drafted yeah. them to do okay. exactly fine. No better, no less. That's classic Julian. Make a decision, think it's great. And then when it turns out to be absolutely mid, be like, yeah, I meant for it to be like, blah, just nothing special. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I do have to give Julian credit on this. He did draft Nick Chubb, which I think for some reason he should not be owing to. Nick Chubb should be leading a team right now to 3-0. and He should, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the hard part is that I kept sticking with my crappy kicker. And he keeps, I can't believe that a team could score 30 points and never kick. It just blew my mind. I thought the Cardinals would be a talking about Detroit? Matt Prater. I had Matt Prater for oh. two weeks. He got me four points two weeks in a row. And yeah, that's that's 15 <laughs> to 20 points. It cost me two games. Although the first game, first week was JP. There was no catching up to JP week one. He had 215 points. That was toast. But yeah, losing to Bliss last week was, uh, I don't know, a dark spot of my life. But I'm fine with that. Oh, I've moved on. Oh, no, you're okay. You're I am, okay. I'll be fine. You're okay. But yeah, defensive kicker, I, I got to work a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to keep in the Ravens coach, but I don't know. It's up to your analysis. Let me know what you think. Okay, you didn't like the QBs, Emily. I think I, I think you're right on that. Oh, it's Derek not that Hart, I don't Hart like cousin. them. I mean, I think they're... Not they're... as people, Emily, just as, like, choices. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I don't even dislike them as choices. It's unfortunate for you that they've had very, like, just meh. That's, That's it. It's, they are just meh. It's but not that I don't like them as people. It has nothing to do with them as people. I will describe my quarterbacks with Literally, Russell Wilson is the only person I... I dislike because of him as a person. High floor, low ceiling. <laughs> okay. Derek Carr, okay. Kirk Cousins. Okay. That's why I got him. Okay. They'll get you 15 points, but they won't get you 20. Sure. Then in that they case, I, then, yeah. then it sounds like you've got a recipe for success. Thank you. <laughs> I, 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 insert the want, want, want. Because uh, no, I don't think you want to insert the want, want, want. I mean, okay. <laughs> I think you're. I'm curious what you're going to do about your head coach, because again, that's a ten point swing, yeah, win or lose. And Buffalo's pissed. You know that they're so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. Uh. Well, and I. I mean, Baltimore though. If Lamar, again, if he's not playing Tua, he can make any. He can win anything. We talked about before the draft. Lamar was, and I mean, Snake took him high, but Lamar was like one of my favorite picks because he hasn't been paid. Like he ha he's playing for his money right now. He, there is no guarantee next year that he gets anything. He is going to have the greatest season of all time because he is so motivated to get that bag. In three weeks, he scored 99 points. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane that he's doing what he's doing. But, I mean, it was all predictable. We all thought it was coming. Uh, Snake just got him at the right value, and uh, I, I'm, I'm proud of him. So proud. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to kick the shit out of him, though, because uh, he huh. has Jameis Winston, and Jameis Winston has four cracked vertebrae and is an insane person. So I'm oh. just kind of banking on that. I, I think you're probably right on that. I think <sighs> Jameis Winston... I don't think I trust him as my QB two. No, I don't think I trust him at all. I, I would want, he's going against Minnesota too. That's not, 
And they're pissed. This is pissed. <laughs> There's 16 teams that are freaking pissed. <laughs> so fucking pissed. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, if Lamar, I guess, has a great game, you can poach 13 of those points just through your head coach. Give me, give me, give me. You do have Dixon. I do. And Lord knows biggest Dixon on the <laughs> field any given Sunday. You know, I will say, I'll say just because of your running backs and I just saw what they did to me and they gave you what? 180, 175 points. I think it was 700 points. Yeah. 700. Points. The, the two Damians are what did it in for me, which is unfortunate. I like to keep it. Yeah. I like to keep it organized. My Damians. Uh, I think I'm going to pick you just oh, because shit. Chubb and the running backs, and I think the Ravens coach, it's going to bite Snake in the rear like it didn't in week two against me because I chose a coach that lost. You're going to have the coach that Lamar is going to win for, and it's going to push you over the edge. All I right. say you got it. But I do like his team. Okay, Emily, your pick for this matchup. Don't you uh, shame snake. me. God fucking boo-boo. Yeah, no, yep, yep. That's that's my pick. All right. Well, hopefully Emily eats her words. Uh, I mean, if Corderell, if Corderell could go off, yeah. like I even picked up. Like I really thought that if there was any game that was it a. Uh, Tyler Algier. I was like, oh, this is when Algier breaks out, like against us for some reason. But no, it's the 31-year-old kick returner, fucking Corderell Patterson, still having the day of his life. Uh, Also, though, can we talk about Cortland Sutton dropping every single pass that Russell Wilson throws at him? Yeah. Has anyone else noticed this? It just feels... We know that Sutton's good. We've seen it so many times. It just feels, and I was, I was even thinking about this when I watched the Raiders game, and and the, and the 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 Packers game, and like chemistry is a thing, you know. Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers, for whatever we say, like both incredible athletes, but they had rhythm. Devonte Adams is phenomenal. Derek Carr is cool too. But like they don't have rhythm right now. They are not. Th- they are not connecting. Derek Carr for some reason has rhythm with Mac Hollins, who before this year had absolutely no role in the NFL, and he's throwing touchdowns to him. Like it's a thing. So Cortland Sutton being the only surviving wide receiver on the Broncos, and Russell Wilson skipping all of preseason. There's no. There's no chemistry there. You know, it's problematic. And you got to give that to Lockett. You know, Lockett and Russell had incredible chemistry, but, you know, even Lockett was able to start get things going with Gino. I mean, I guess they've been around each other for a while, but, like, yeah, I mean, chemistry is a real thing. And then also Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, for what it's worth, he obviously worked his ass off in the, in the offseason and got chemistry with Tua and chemistry. It's a thing. Yeah. And it's part of the reason why I'm excited about owning Debo with Jimmy Garoppolo because, like, those dudes know each other. And when Kittle comes back, and even though I don't like JP and he takes Kittle every fucking year, when Kittle well, did- comes back, it's going to be nasty. And 
Same thing, Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson, and just like, yeah, those familiar targets as the season goes on are going to just start to pile up the points. And you could probably say that if you want to say one reason Nick Chubb is doing fantastic this year is because the Browns have a healthy offensive line. And yeah. Nick Chubb knows and, uh Who is the uh, – Kareem Hunt is not as – well, they're dialing back because he wanted he wanted to get paid or whatever. But look at Deontay Johnson is probably Deontay Johnson's great, but like he doesn't know, you know, any any of the Pittsburgh quarterbacks very well. You know, like it's just yeah. it's an Allen Robinson jumping on the Rams. Like it's just all these people who are new ads. Maybe later in the season, but right out the gate, it just it's that's not how it works. So I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens in Pittsburgh, by the way. If you don't recall me going high on Najee, and now I'm sort of eating my words. But when they figure, when I think Pittsburgh figures their shit out, they'll be. And it's not your fault. Najee's banged up, and that offensive line is dick. Uh, But Najee's phenomenal. He'll figure it out in time. All right, we're to the last part of this show. It's going way too long. We're in the last part of our show where we're going to do some hot takes. So with that snake, er, er, or. snake uh lyle i need you to give me all of the most important thoughts that you've had in your head uh for the good minute 40 i guess this is your time to talk cougar football if you have to okay minute 40 Uh, there's a couple things i'm gonna talk about all right one this saturday will go down as probably the worst and it's coming from butch t this one hurts more i think than any football game I've ever been rooting for the Cougars. It, it was bad on Saturday. And I know all of us, we, again, I think I made the joke, where were you when this, when the Cougars lost to Oregon? And it, it was really bad. Um, it ruined uh, an otherwise wonderful Saturday, an otherwise mediocre weekend. Uh, but that one was tough. However, silver lining and a bright spot uh, Mr. Ward, Cam Ward looks like a real quarterback. And I don't and he's know. He's not a senior. He's got OC. so many years left. Exactly. I'm really excited for him to stay. Hopefully he does, because I remember we said that about the guy last year. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, uh, it's what is the OC is also over from Immaculate Word. Very exciting. I think as long as those two are together, there is a future ahead of us. Hot take on that. I think we can take down USC in 12 days. Oh, Mark shit. my words. Oh, shit. In wow. USC at the Coliseum. Second thing I want to talk about, butt punt. Arguably the best play of Sunday we didn't even talk about. Uh, the Miami punter just kicking his own player right with the punt. Okay, Lyle says we're all going to see each other at USC. And, oh, shit, I missed it. Oh, that's the end of the thing. All right, and (laughs) I guess that's a good night. Thanks, Lyle. Butt punt. Butt punt. Emily, you want to say butt punt? Say it. Go on. Say butt punt? Yeah. Butt punt? Nailed it.